Yeah. Wakanda. Da. Da. Yeah, yeah. What it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Vio Sensei, 24th Dread Kage of the Music Clan. And the flight has landed from Wakanda. How does America feel, Mr. Shadow? (laughs) You know they hate us for it. Y'all already know who's in the building. It's Shadow Killmonger in the building. Ready for the worst time you're gonna see. Pull your double cups up two times. Is this your king? (laughs) Welcome back. Sensei said so. Off a hiatus. A little bit. Intermission. That's all it was. We had a couple things going on. Number of things. Shout out to our producer, Mark. Out in South Korea doing the damn thing. Winter yeah. Olympics. Sliding chain. fast. Hitting them turns. <laughs> them Olympics, man. When it, Shout out to the to all the winter athletes. Because that you have to have some thick skin to actually be out there competing in the cold. Honestly, I was watching the Winter Olympics. I watched some of it. You know, I had to support. But one of the things that I realized. I realized two things. One, there's some trippy-ass sports in the Winter Olympics. Most notably, they have some weird polar bear hunting execution game where they they get on skis, they ski to a point, and then they get into a military position like snipers. They shoot something. The camera didn't show what they were shooting. And then they get up and they ski off. The way it looked like is each country was like, you get to decide one game. America was like curling or snowboarding or some shit. Canada was like hockey, eh? <laughs> and the Russians were like, "Hey, this is what we do." <laughs> so we got four of them. We gonna play moose. <laughs> What's that? Get on your skis. Get your rifle. Pull Let's go. Trap. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the Winter Olympics is a whole lot of just sliding on shit. It's just we're gonna slide. Get in this slide with me. <laughs> right. We all gonna slide. Yeah, hey, slide right. this thing where we take brooms and we slide along next to Could it. You, yeah. <laughs> Let's dance and slide. Let's race and slide. Figure skating. I'm a big figure skating fan, though, so I do gotta, I do gotta big ups to figure skating. Shout out to the Nigerian bobsled team. Nigeria, they got a bobsled team. Oh, <laughs> so they really held it down for being, you know, making history, being the first women's bobsled team to come out of Nigeria. So that's crazy. I don't even know how they even did it. I don't know where they trained. Right in that hot ass sun. I'm not, I don't know where they were training at. Wakanda. Wakanda. On vibranium mounds. <laughs> Underground. <laughs> Speaking of Wakanda, the greatest thing that have, have, has happened to me in 2018, aside from all the other wonderful things that's happened, I mean, we can talk about where we were at, you know, as Mark was in South Korea. We got an album we're working on, if you want to talk about that a little bit, yep. before I talk about... <laughs> before we get too far, y'all already know, Music Clan's... Album is coming, Shadow. Let's get it. Yep, I'm, I'm dropping the season album, so make sure y'all keep an eye out. Sensei is going to be on it. Lavish is going to be on it. So, <laughs> yep. And then we got we got shows coming up, events coming up April 22nd. Money Bag Yo Live in the venue. So make sure that y'all hit us up to see where we're going to be at because you know we're we going to be out and about, especially gearing up for this album. We I'm, we're going to be stepping out. You know, taking pictures, getting discussion points, and, you know, just connecting with the community and the fans on a, you know, personal level. You hear that? We back. It, it's been a little bit, but we back on. SenseiSaidSo.com is back on. Music Clan is back on. I'm still doing Sensei things, Senseiing all over the, the, 
the valley at this point. Yeah, you've had, not, you've had many classes you've taught now. Hey, not going to get too much into it, but we collect in the bag. We're getting paid <laughs> a little bit. You're going to see me in something nice soon. Uh. But now we can get to what everyone, the biggest thing that happened in February, which was the release of Black Panther, Marvel, well done. It, I hope DC looks at what Marvel's done with a movie like Black Panther and they can all sit there in their executive offices and go, we're never, never catching up. I think that their only, <laughs> their only option now would to be completely go the cultural route. Yeah. Give it completely to black people. <laughs> Just give DC, DC to, to, to Donald me. Glover and be like, have it. Make it into whatever you need and bring it back. And watch Donald Glover bring Static Shock the movie back. Except for Donald Glover was in Spider-Man last year. So Marvel Whoa. already got Donald Glover. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel's winning right now. The only thing DC could do for me is give me a Black Manta movie. If you don't know about Black Manta, um, father of Aqualad, who ended up going to uh, Atlantis and being um, boy boy to... Um, Aquaman, Aquaman. <laughs> but he decided that he was going to try to steal resources from the surface land from America in order to build a utopia or a Wakanda underwater. Oh Is that how you're directly so, That would be dope. <laughs> but Black Panther happened. A lot of thoughts. There's a lot of layers to this Black Panther cake. But the first thing I want to say is everything I'm about to say, one, is spoiler, because you should have seen the movie by now. Crazy, of course. <laughs> and two, I am completely biased because this movie was literally for me. I am literally the prime demographic for this movie. And have been waiting for this movie. Since the day I was born. <laughs> I am a black male. I am also African. Check. I am a comic book fan. <laughs> I am a fan of Kendrick Lamar. And that... In the movie the theater was soundtrack. slumping. I listened to the whole album like ten times before I even went and saw the movie. It was. Dope. I was. I couldn't wait for the when the music came on. I was like, ah, oh, like, hold up, hold up. I didn't even care what scene it was. I said, I said, this is my song. So globally, and if we look at the numbers, Black Panther is on pace to do phenomenal. It's on pace to be one of the small amount of movies to crack a billion dollars. So that's awesome. Shout out to Ryan Coogler and the whole Chadwick Boseman and Michael Lupita B. Jordan. Nyong'o. All of them. The women were really... I love the the powerful women roles in that because it's really an atonement to black women in, in, in the struggle and, and how strong, you know, they have to be in society to really... To really hold it down, you know, because of because of the stigma that how how strong a black man has to be in the king role and in the leadership role, you know. So the numbers are no debate because absolutely the staff, ki- I mean the the crew killed it. Everyone did their thing, but the two debates that I've seen, one of them is where does this movie rank in terms of Marvel movies, which is a great debate, and we can get into that. But where there's no debate is. Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan was the best villain Marvel has produced. One and one, both of those, both far. of those, but we'll we'll take both of those. Number one, I mean, there is a. I would say in terms of for Marvel movies, Black Panther is at least for me top three. I'm still debating because Avengers was such an amazing moment, and what it stood for in terms of movies was big. Yeah, that was it, it was yeah, and then Winter Soldier was just a badass movie. <laughs> but 
this movie has sparked more conversation. So for a comic book movie to spark the level of conversation, I think respect, the respect factor might make it number one. There's no movie that Marvel has that is as important as Black Panther. Right. And you can look at it and, and say, And for as much pressure that was put on it, put on it to perform the way it needed to. Oh, this you movie know, couldn't have the failed. Spot, There's no way the, there for was, me. There was so much spotlight on <laughs> right. it, but there was so much spotlight on it and pressure on the movie. You know, because we didn't know that they were that Michael B. Jordan was going to be the best Killmonger. We didn't know True. Chadwick Boseman was going to go and do that. We didn't know Lupita was going to kill this role. You know, we were just hoping, like, because we, we've seen many a movie with a black cast that we've been like, oh, here go these niggas again. Because <laughs> <laughs> then that, Tyler Perry done did that to us. The oh Beanie Siegel done did that to us. I <laughs> want to see the Tyler Perry edition of Black Panther. The play, the screenplay <laughs> Black Panther. Oh my gosh. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Killmonger. <laughs> no, we can't Please. give it to him. <laughs> Please give me that. So yeah. Amazing. We're going to take a quick break and then I want to talk a little bit about the conversation and what one big conversation that I have for you about what Killmonger and the movie brought up for me. So let's take a break and we'll get to that. find that y'all gotta wait on that coming the album coming soon season coming soon sensei said so.com new music new episodes coming soon you should have if you if you were plugged into the website you would have seen that it was there but now it's too late 
<laughs> Things are coming and going. You gotta stay on you top gotta of stay. it. Now you gotta wait till the whole album drop and gotta wait to and show up and buy the merch and we're back and I'm glad we're back. Even though we haven't given y'all an episode in a while. Thank you for everybody that's been on social media. We've had great conversations about a number of things. One of the things we'll talk about here towards the end of the show because y'all have been a little outrageous, but I still appreciate it. <laughs> So speaking of conversation, the movie brought up a lot of conversations, but one of them that I wanted to ask you about, give our thoughts on before we move on to the rap sheet, is we're talking about the relationship between Africans and black African Americans, because you you see the dynamic that, that Michael B. Jordan's character had in the movie with Wakanda and what Wakanda was doing with its resources. Now, we're kind of in the opposite, and I want to ask you, being first generation in this country growing up when being African wasn't quote unquote as cool as or trendy as it is now. How do you feel now that growing up and going through what people perceived of Africa and now what are your thoughts on all that? It's, it's, it's crazy as shit to be honest. Wild is wild as hell because I for sure grew up having, you know, not only, not only people of of a different race and a different culture being like, why is your nose so big? And why you know, why is your hair so nappy? Is there electricity? You know, still, in you know, black people are doing that. You know, light skinned niggas are doing that. You know, mixed niggas are doing that, saying the same shit when just when they still have curly hair and they still have you know nigga noses, but they just don't they don't know where it comes from, so they're not sure why they have it. <laughs> when right. I gotta tell them, it's because I'm Nigerian, and they're oh yeah, and they want to make fun of it, and it's cool, you know, like. Obviously, everybody gets made fun of because of their heritage, and you know, if if you're if you're different, you're gonna stand out, and and that and that is what it is. But aside from that, I was really I've been really proud of my of my heritage and my and my culture. So anytime I would have you know got made got made fun of or teased for you know for being nigerian or or for not acting you know not acting black america black enough you know you act you act a different way you act weird you know i was always like but this way is the way that's that i'm going to preserve myself and my identity right you know it was like i can act like y'all and i can fit in and i can do everything but i'm going to lose myself cuz that's not me and that's not where we come from you know right but Follow the lost and end up lost. Exactly is essentially what it was. So luckily, I was like that. But not everybody's like that. There's a lot of people that really buy into it and fall into oh, well, since I'm black and I'm in America, I gotta be a what? Like if I don't know where I'm from, then no, I'm not African. Blah blah. But now, as the waves turn and, and the African culture is now in hip hop music, in Hollywood, in fashion magazines, everybody wants to embrace it. You know, not even knowing where they're from, and it's like. That's what I love about this movie and the conversation and what it's bringing out is people are looking towards their ancestry now and trying to find their roots. And I feel like for us to finally have the black nationalism that we need in this country in order for us to shake off the oppression that we've gone through and create a new narrative, it comes with having roots. You can't know where you're going until you know where you've come from. So we got to know our history. And I love to see people going to the premiere of the movie and stuff like that, dressed in traditional garb, dressed in dashikis. And I hate seeing people make fun of it. Like people don't dress up like wizards to go see some fake-ass Harry <laughs> Potter. Or people don't dress up as some Boba thing. Fett to go see some space shit. <laughs> so I really hate the double standard and I hate that 
we doing what we're doing and supporting our own and building our own is looked upon as threatening. But it is what it is. We already know that's what it is. And we can't let it stop us because this movie is going to be on the short list of movies to make a billion dollars. And that's an all-black cast. Right. That is a black-ass movie. That is a No more slave movies. Let's never go back. I'm talking to every young director out there. We're not going back to slave movies. We're not going back to the first butler to clean uh, freaking... uh, some person's shoes or something now he's a movie like i need a static movie i need a spawn movie give me my movie bring blade back bring blade (laughs) back please wesley's paying his taxes now we're good he can do a movie he'll pay everyone irs chill out (laughs) all right so now that we got that out of the way let's let's pivot for a second let's talk about a segment that we brought in before the intermission, we want to bring it back because hip hop has kept going on without us. So we gotta we gotta talk about <laughs> some of the things that are going it. on with the rap sheet, the the rap sheet. Yeah, yeah. You know we had to we had to touch back touch base with some hip hop again. We had to go back, so now we had to hit y'all with the rap sheet. And in this edition of the rap sheet, it's it's a it's a real promiscuous one. Just a whole lot of there's a whole lot of hoeing going on, you know, and it's, you know, my boy, he not my boy, because none of my boys would ever do some shit like this, but the boy, Safari, leaked his nudes, ladies. Mr. Minaj. <laughs> Mr. Minaj. <laughs> Mr. X Minaj leaked his goddamn nudes out to the world because he had got, um, I think it was, it was somebody was making fun of him. I think that's what it was. Somebody, somebody was making fun of of of, a, of his dick size. To be honest, I think they were clowning him about it about a sex game. Or and something. he went full Kardashian. And he up and he did, and he was not playing around. So he went full. He went full Kim K on him. Showed the whole dick pic and and it, and it went viral. And ladies loved it. I don't know what the niggas thought because no, I didn't. I didn't correction. Ask too many. Ladies disrespected themselves, their parents, <laughs> and their dignity. Over this picture, I am seeing grown-ass women with all types of established careers getting on Instagrams that they're too old to have and straight disrespecting themselves over this. And it really, and I've been saying this for a while, I've really watched it happen, and there's a change coming, and I don't think women are ready for it. And do not let Safari become the beginning of the end on the infrastructure that you guys have had. Because women have rode on the backs of... There, this is economic sex and everything like that. It is a buy and seller relationship, and you guys have been the sellers for so long. But you, it has been. I didn't. We're getting in the weeds now, Dave. but it has been mismanaged <laughs> for years now. This portfolio has been. We have gone from civilizations have gone to war over one woman sending thousands thousands of of men have gotten into a giant wooden horse to get pushed (laughs) into somebody else's city just to invade to get one bitch back (laughs) now girls are giving it away for a whole little caesar's pizza and not even the most bestest just the regular one (laughs) just just i have really i have really seen some girls get taken to Get taken to Rodiz- to Cafe Rio. You about to say to- Rodizios and had a bunch of girls say, "If my, I would love for him to take me to Rodizios because you're not going to Rodizios." 
Because <laughs> you're not. You're going not to if you, Not if you like in le- not if you like in leaked dick pics of of Safari. Because the Spice. problem is that we can't go. You're right. We can't go from a generation of, of hardworking steel mill cutthroat. You know whatever whatever Americans used oil to, refinery. You, you know exactly oil refinery ass farming <laughs> ass. You know Americans to now we went ne- to what to to dick dick picking taking ass <laughs> niggas. Is that was that the that's the future? That's, that's, but that's what the husbands say. and 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 warriors and and patriots of America are about to be some. <laughs> yeah, we're so some lucky hang lows. We're so know. lucky the Huns aren't trying to invade. Like the, it'd, be. it'd be bad. But I don't want to. I really don't want to talk about this at all. But I will say shoutouts to Safari because rarely ever does on a male side having nudity, having a naked picture of you end up being positive. Normally, as a man, it can destroy your career. We know as women, it can help your career. Ask the Kardashians who have built like three generations worth of wealth <laughs> off of. Except for Woody the Woodpecker, that is Black China. Oh my god! <laughs> who, who is she it? getting hers? She 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 poached her. One. <laughs> <laughs> really, really. In that, I'm not even going to get into it. Watch the video for yourself and see why she Black Woodpecker. But <laughs> shout out to Safari because that is. I mean, get it, get it how you can. I mean. Nobody was checking for his music before, but now there's people asking for him to go on tour. Now I'm seeing him Women on, out on here commercials on themselves. TVs. He's, he's, it's just where's the dignity? How is he? How is he not got pushed off the air? How is he still on the air exposing his? his I don't know. What else you got for the rap sheet that's aside whole... from? <laughs> Anyways, that's probably a young generation thing. I don't know. That's I'm gonna just chalk it up. To y'all young waves, y'all handle that. We gonna move on. We gonna move on to uh, Tory Lanez. Just dropped his new album, Memories Don't Die. So shout out to Tory Lanez because he's been working hard in the game. And he's he's one of the players, I mean, one of the artists that I respect because his love of basketball, you know, him and him and Not Quavo and <laughs> him and Quavo and like and Snoop Dogg and, and you know, player in two chains, players like that that really be still around the game like that. I mean, his jump shot broke as hell. That's for damn sure. But every time I, I tune into a snap, he seems to be making shots. So I don't know if he goes to place. I don't know if nobody in Toronto play defense because I mean Drake be on his snap making shots too. Maybe these Toronto niggas don't play defense, but nah, they like to a, shoot the ball. As a real life former ex Hooper, most of these dudes trash. <laughs> Tory Lanes. Absolutely, will get his his lunch money took on any sort of basketball court. <laughs> he ain't been in. The, I don't think he's been in any celebrity games like that. So he don't really have any. Shout t- out to Quavo though. Go ahead and getting himself an MVP. Right, Quavo That's was in a dope. celebrity game. He really Balling. beat Rachel Demita's shot into like the third <laughs> row. I said, "Oh my God, she about to lose her two K contract. How are you about to get your shot <laughs> beat by Mama?" <laughs> the nigga your mama told you to stay away from in high school. Right. <laughs> I hear about to make a hook about you. Blocking all my haters, Rachel Dumida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. While we get our writing credits from the Migos, let's listen to a song that we wrote. And then from there, we're going to move on to another person who needs to get pushed out the paint. Mama. <laughs> Big mama. <laughs> She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune 
She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do this for the fortune She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune Love me cause I'm in the game, triple double level score Spent the check up on the chain, flood the diamonds they important Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama this is torture She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune I'm in the game, triple double level score. Spit the check up on the chain, flood the diamonds, they important. Love it when I make it rain, but tell my mama this is We only merely check the racket up. I got the killer nigga in my cup. Twist up another mama, light it up. Show you what will never get the touch. You want the name and the family. I taught a game and she turned it. She gave me brains for staring. I brought my gang in this town. Bitches always bugging around me. Swear them pigeons always flogging around me. Trendy figure while they talk around me. Switch the flow up now, they never down me. All these pills got a nigga drown. What? What? We just kick this shit, kick it round around. She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune. Love me cause I'm in the game, triple double level score. Check up on the chain, flood the diamonds, they important Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama this is torture She gon' do this for the fame, I'ma do it for the fortune Love me cause I'm in the game, triple double, I'ma score Spit the check up on the chain, flood the diamonds, they important Love it when I make a rain, but tell my mama this is torture She gon' do it for the fame, I'ma do it for the power That's another hot one off the album season coming soon, 2018. Y'all getting a little preview, so had to remind make y'all. sure make sure to tune in. Sensei said so.com. Y'all already know where it is. Y'all already know where it's at. So, like we were talking about, we were talking, we we finished up the rap sheet talking about some some outrageousness that's been going on from the safaris to the black chinas. And and while that's lowbrow and Somewhat expected. I don't expect much much of Safari. I don't expect much of Black China. Out of music, you're saying? Just out of them in general. <laughs> like, I don't expect much. 
But there are some people in the game I expect at least something from. And comedy has been an interesting subject. And I feel like comedians in the comedy world has taken a new step and a bigger platform in terms of respect with Netflix and the accessibility that has now come with comedy. But with that, we're hearing about comedian business. And boy, is this shit a joke. Oh, no. <laughs> and what Monique is doing is literally the funniest thing she has done in her whole comedian career. And that's not good. I you actually know her you're... impressions was hilarious and she wasn't even meaning to be oh my God. and it's actually pretty sad and i probably oh shouldn't have God. said that in a microphone but, but that was wild when she beat her over the chicken or what oh and she pushed it on the stairs i was dying i was rolling sorry tyler perry and everyone who cried during that movie but hey a scene is a scene hey maybe she should be trying to get on broadway then instead of on the comedy central i mean she want to actually act. I just don't understand where she gets off thinking that she the most popping bitch in comedy. Where I didn't understand, and that <laughs> that she and she's not she's not fresh off of Oscar. She ain't fresh off of no type of. She said act, she's like, the most decorated comedian in the game. <laughs> I said in your house, decor. <laughs> Like on Christmas, what decorations are we talking about? Your birthday cake was the most <laughs> decorated in the game because I don't understand. I don't get it. And I, I it, it goes back to self awareness. It goes back to like, you know, we have numbers, right? You know, there's things called like analytics where we, like, she has, if anybody doesn't know, Monique has been ranting and raving and she's been the most dangerous thing is she's been weaponizing both the racial struggle and the woman struggle in the workplace, weaponizing the two big struggles going on right now that really have momentum and have a voice. And the problem is, is it seems like she's trying to capitalize on it. Of course she is because she didn't come at, she didn't come at, um, um, Tiffany Hadish, Hadish about her, about her label. You gave her a, a real, a real continent, a real motherland name. Her name, full <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. She said, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Love it. But she didn't, Wakanda she forever. Didn't, Wakanda forever. <laughs> she didn't come at her when she when she came at her talking about I inked my deal, you know, way before all this mess she happened. She didn't so go at not one white man when she's <laughs> rant- ranting. She mentioned two black people and a white woman. At least if you're going to weaponize the struggles, point it at the right direction. How are you going to shoot she the whole team? She pointed that shit at her own foot. <laughs> like she got diabetes. She needs to chill. Ah, Talking all that weight, shit. Though. Shout out Crit. to... <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not even... And, it, and it's not even like I'm defending, you know, Charlemagne or nothing like that because of their whole drama that went down, which is funny as hell, by the way. I don't know, I don't know, Monique, if you thought you were funny than Charlemagne, but that might not be even true. I am going to defend <laughs> Charlemagne because when Monique got on there and said, because Charlemagne posed a great question. He said, a couple years ago, you came on the show and you said that I was respectful and you wanted to thank my mother and my grandmother. And he was like, just because I had unfavorable unfavorable opinions about you how can you say that i don't stand up for black women now and monique came out she jumped all the way out the window and said that he is the equivalent to the black husband in birth of a nation that took his wife to get raped by massa and then took her his wife back home and he was she said that was him essentially that she was he was out here letting the black women of our nation get raped you're wild. Oh my God. Monique, you're wild. As a black woman. 
that's more yeah, that, wild than your role on fucking Soul Plane when you were sexually harassing black men at the, during at the, the Me Too movement. <laughs> Time's up. You Harvey Weinstein ass Monique, we're not gonna go there. But you go jump out the window and call somebody a jump out the window. She coon. jumped back on the plantation. Jump out the window. That's crazy. And that's that the most she's jumped back. in two decades. The- Shouldn't have said that. Lowbrow joke. <laughs> Lowbrow joke. I should be a comedian. Well, if comedians can out here and just demand money, like I'm, I'm. If if she Chris Rock, then I'm at least Monique. <laughs> She should have just done it. Like the problem is that she should have just done it like Cat Williams. She's probably mad that she didn't have this idea first, and now she want to hop on it. And they're looking at you like we done had a couple of y'all already. We don't need you anymore, Monique. And she's like, "The fuck you mean? You don't need me? I'm Monique. I am comedy." And they're looking at her like, "Who told this bitch that? Who told her that she is comedy and that she deserves all this money? Because I wouldn't pay her that much. I would pay her." Netflix looking around like, how'd she get? Is this Oprah's cousin? <laughs> Who told Who her that this? she had a, a special here? Why did she? <laughs> and the hard thing is, is and I know um, comedy is subjective, so you can't say whether somebody is or isn't funny. Monique's standups are trash, <laughs> trash. I remember I watched one, and she had this joke. And shout out to my homie Devon because he'll remember this. We were watching it together. She came out and said she had this whole bit about Martin Luther King would have been more effective if he cussed. I said, this is the she was like, Martin Luther King needed to look at his people and be like, y'all need to get your goddamn act together. I was like, this is shit. (laughs) This is it was terrible. She she's talking about she wants more money on Netflix, but she hasn't brought up or mentioned the fact she already has a stand up on Netflix and it's one of the lowest viewed (laughs) videos on Netflix. Why are we just ignoring this? Monique, I know you don't need an answer to me, but I know you're listening to this show because you need a sensei right now (laughs) of everybody who needs a sensei. You 55 calling your 58 ass husband daddy on a kid's radio station. On Power 105, Kodak Black coming on next, and you out here calling your husband daddy. Like, come on now. Come on now. She about to, she need to be careful before she get outed. Before she before get, she, before I'm, she's been outed. Multiple reports have come out about how people don't want to work with her because of her attitude. Um <laughs> so you don't get let's just put all the piece, let's put everything on the table. You're not funny. <laughs> You don't do numbers. You don't have a dick like Safari. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and you have a terrible attitude. One thing that I learned in business and as I, I teach people and I, I help people grow in the company that I work for as well as teaching them how to be successful is you either need to provide value or you can't be a headache. But you can't do both. You can't be a headache and have no value. Monique is that. In the game, you are a huge headache, but you bring no value. She's and 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 I understand power moves. You know, we I've read the Forty Eight Laws of Power. I've studied it, so I understand you get what you you get what you demand. You get you get what you can negotiate. Essentially, is the, right. Is, you is, get is what you have the power, the power, the leverage to negotiate. Right. So I understand how you you un, you see that you need that much money and that you're worth that much money, Which and that good. and that's perfectly fine. If you can get that money, then go get it. But what you can't do is sit up here and start calling the established black men with that platform a coon the, at the utmost disrespectful <laughs> level of a coon that there is. Level twelve of a coon. <laughs> Just she. <laughs> Just with you didn't full get enough, fatality. Just because you didn't get the offer you wanted. Right. <laughs> like Weaponizing that. the struggle because you didn't, you're playing the game wrong. 
What you do is you let them lowball you. You take that. You run with it. You get all these people to support you that are talking shit to actually support you. And then the next time, you charge you them double. double. Yes. You break the bank. There's it, a couple establishments in our city that I've looked at them, and they haven't given us opportunities. And I don't get mad. I don't slander them. I don't call for the music clan to ride on them like Wakandans in the street. <laughs> All I say is, hey, when we get to where we need to be, y'all going to have to fire a couple people on the staff to afford to pay for whatever you want me there for. <laughs> That's how you get them back. You sit back, you do the work, you build, you develop, and then you come back later. Look at Netflix. You're look, at, look at the companies that you are wanting to boycott. You don't think Blockbuster turned down Redbox and Netflix and was like, no, this is a stupid idea. And what'd they do? I bet. <laughs> And put them out of business. So that bitch. <laughs> it's, it's a level of audacity that I can't respect. And it goes back to maybe it's because we're children of immigrants. And we grew up knowing that nothing's handed. And I, I believe she knows the same. She's built a successful career for yourself. But it's hard to face the reality of not being popping. So we're going to have a number of different new segments that we're going to bring up. But we've talked about this one, and we have a new addition to the Wash Report. It is officially Monique. <laughs> Monique. Monique, so you are us, on give extra us a wash, wash cycle. A washing uh, machine, a wave, <laughs> or whatever you whatever you need. Stop eating your Tide Pods and put save your, them for put Monique. Put some mouthwash in, wash your mouth, wash your drawers, whatever you need. <laughs> All right, so we're going to put Monique in the dryer, and we're going to come back with Mo on the Sensei Said So Show. Oh, Mo. Yeah, I'm feeling fresh, yeah, fuck about my face and what you say 
bitch, I'm finna face, face, always finna face. Fuck about my face and what you say, yeah, bitch, I'm finna. Faced, faced, Monique up in your face, <laughs> question in your race, haul up in your space. <laughs> the remix, Vinny Cassius, where we at? Let's do this. Oof. <laughs> Monique diss track, I don't know. Uh, That was the, so that was just, that was the wash report. Stay tuned for that. Those are going to be, those are going to be real funny and real entertaining. But moving forward, we're going to get into some washed players. A lot of stuff going on <laughs> around the hoops world. You know, we got a, a love, a passion. Shout out to all the l- new listeners to the show who hopped on board because they wanted to hear us talk about sports. We talk about other things too because that's what we got to do. So if you weren't here for all of that, too bad. You learned something today. <laughs> it's good for you. And if you weren't here for the sports, then too bad. This is good for you as well. Because for some reason, the Federal Bureau of Investigation has nothing better to do. There's no terrorists. There's no Putins. There's nothing. Not a rigged election. They got to regulate on DeAndre Ayton getting paid a hundred stacks to play some basketball. Right. Pay them kids. (laughs) And that's what's crazy about it is that they they really sanctioned over 50 schools, over 50 universities and, and players coming through those universities. They even sanctioned um, the University of Utah right here because of uh, Kyle Kuzma getting getting paid. Which is Kyle get paid? Which is crazy because Kyle wasn't, Kyle wasn't Lonzo. Kyle wasn't out here the, the, the national, you know, best player in college. He wasn't taking his team, the only hope of his team advancing. And, and you know, he was just, he was a great player. Right. So... The sanction seems kind of strange that they're cracking down on every little penny or cent that people got. Because, I mean, they're talking about Kuzma getting, like, near 10 racks. Which is not, you know, I had 10 racks in college. You know, I blew 10 racks on on recording equipment at McDonald's. (laughs) Fuck you mean. You know, when I was in college. grand in fish fillets? Let's get it. (laughs) You know, I was fucking... Fuck around and, you know, we were blowing money at that age. Took all my niggas shopping. We on, you know. <laughs> Broke niggas shit. You had some money. But people like DeAndre Ayan a- getting what? He think what they say? A hundred million, or I mean, a hundred thousand dollars over the course of, over the course of how long was he there? He's still on season. <laughs> one season. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the money he about to generate it's ridiculous, and that's why I truly find the NCAA trash. They really out here just it's a racket. It really is like it really is pimping on the ultimate level. Like we looking at and y'all looking up to a pimp named Slickback and all these people <laughs> as pimps, but there's some guy with the last name that ends with Shire somewhere in is- Massachusetts who's out here pimping like. Eight different. What is the NCAA? Who runs the NCAA? It's indentured like, servitude. The, the 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 Patriots of the barely, South run the NCAA. Barely. It's somewhere in between <laughs> that and slavery. It's right. The only reason it's not is because they house them. <laughs> they house slaves. No, it's basically slavery. <laughs> then it's the slavery. only difference. Is I was trying to. I was trying to equate a dorm to them, but the dorm space might be slave quarters. To be honest, it might even be bad. The fact that basketball is a beautiful game and we love it—that's the only difference, right? But the, the setup. They're happily signing up to be slaves, so I guess we can't really be mad. At <laughs> that's it. not where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's that's just you know you got to be careful because they are under contract. So let's say it like co- this. Let's say it like this. The players aren't slaves, but the institution is very plantationy. 
It's, it's a slave institution, but we've made waves so that we we have a lot of representation and rights right now. That being said, we're still misrepresented and miscompensated. Because there's plenty of college coaches out here making millions. Millions. And and I'm not even saying the um the schools need to pay the players. Allow the pay the players to get paid for their likeness. You're telling me I can't get paid for being me? Now we're talking about some shit that's not American. Like, I just don't even understand how that's American. They're not like 11-year-olds where they need consent. Like, if you're 18 and somebody wants to pay you to go to Jimmy John's and sign sandwiches, then you should be able to get that money. You should be able to get that money. There should be nothing wrong with that. Because why can the school sell your likeness, sell your jersey number and get paid and you don't get broken off that? That doesn't make any sense. Nobody. It doesn't, and then and then they and then under the you know around the end they give you a stipend and they give you they 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 say they give you money they give they you know they they give you the full ride scholarship they give you a lot of perks you get the foods you know and and these are minimal things you need to live that your mama should give you right so it's not like they they you, give horses <laughs> the same shit they give, they give their prize winning horses. The same shit that they're giving these, you know, these athletes. They know? better be lucky they can't name these athletes like they name their horses. <laughs> We'd be seeing Sea Biscuit running up the down chasing Golden Meadows and all types of weird ass names. Exactly. But I, they, I just don't understand why they can't just set up a system where they can get paid for the revenue that 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 they're bringing in. You know, let's let's take a, let's take somebody like. Tim Tebow when he was in college. Tim Tebow was the face of more than just the quarterback position, you know. Right. He was a religious figure as well. He was a young a, a young uh successful man as well, you know. Right. So there was a lot of different dynamics that he brought as well as just being a, a young quarterback. So you could sell all that likeness in just a hat or a jersey or this or him signing something or that. But they restricted all of that because they didn't want him to to sell anything. You're not allowed to make any money, so you're not allowed to make any products. Any products you have to sell is our products. Anything that you want to to put your likeness on has to belong to us. So then they're essentially they're essentially demeaning any brand that you would possibly have at a young age before you could even get there. But and then and then and then so by the time you get to the NFL or you get to the NBA, now you have an agent that needs to represent you. So now you can't even represent yourself in any stage because you went from the school representing you to now an agent and representing you to whatever the league wants you to be. Right. You know, it, there's just there's the the restraints are too tight on these kids for too long. And that's what I love that Adam Silver, who is the best commissioner in all of sports, hands down, no question. He's talking about that the NBA is going to be more involved with the elite high school players. And really, this is the answer, and this is what we should have been doing all along. There, I don't see a downside to creating a feeder league. If you're 18, you should be able to make the decision. And if I want to go to school and get a further education, perfectly fine. Go ahead and do that. Right. But if you at 18 want to work, just like if you decide you want to go to the military or anything else at 18, you should be allowed to do that. We have a G League. We have a development league. Let's utilize that. Let's use that as a feeder because think about all these players like Trey Young and Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton. Like, yeah, that's revenue. Like, that's an interesting league. Like, they're going to be around NBA scouts. 
They're going to be around NBA training staffs. They're going to start thinking and training like a professional. If I'm trying to become a professional, why would I want to wait to be around professionals? That's what uh, Ben Simmons was talking about. He was like, LSU is a joke. I'm going around with a bunch of bums, not going to class because F school. Like, why am I here? I'm wasting my time. And he looked like somebody who was wasting his time. Let's get him in the league as soon as possible. He can play. If he can't play, then so what? Exactly. Not only that, but but, but build your brand. You know, why wouldn't you want these young kids that are getting education and learning and utilizing their tools to already use the brand that they have established, that the school had them establish? Right. So instead of them using their platform as basketball players on a team to, you know, to 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 gain revenue or help, you know, they they're just they're just sitting there as basketball players. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Like why wouldn't you be able to use these basketball players in different aspects? They let them start a business, let them do this, let them do this with their basketball platform instead of just having them sit there and listen to everything you do and the revenue that they make goes right back to the program. You know, I mean, it's because of this old guard. It's these old 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 colonizers who are so rich that they have like 12 heart transplants so they'll never die. They're like <laughs> super villains. So they keep these old archaic laws that are holding and restricting players from developing because the reality of the situation is only a small amount of players in basketball, football, all these different sports, particularly basketball and football, you could say that it's cultural. Why is it only those two sports? But only a small percentage of them are going to go pro. Which means for most of them, this is the height of their ability and their limelight, the ability to gain access and open doors. But if they're restricted to the fact that if you're on a championship team, you can't even sell your own ring, <laughs> the ring that you earned <laughs> and probably had to pay for. Right, exactly. You don't even have the ability to sell something that you deserve, you earned. You so can't. If you, so if you. You so let's say let's say you you broke you broke as hell your family your family come from from a struggle and you and you know your single parent had to work a couple of jobs so you but you but you hoop and you're nice and you work your way and you get a scholarship and you go to a D one school and you actually study and you working hard but you have to get a job because you broke because your family ain't giving you money the school's just giving you barely enough to get by which it's you know? literally impossible to do it's literally impossible <laughs> to be an athlete a student athlete and have a job and have a job it's literally it, impossible it, it, it's... <laughs> to be a student athlete and go to your made up classes that you don't have time to do any you don't have time your to Swahili, do anything your swahili your swahili major <laughs> and you got to go to the study hall and then and then you you start and you start scoring fifteen to twenty points a game for the for a year, and now all of a sudden you on your you on your second year, and you have clout and you have followers, and they're you're getting offers, and you want to provide for your mama and your family at home, but you can't take not one cent of that, or else they're gonna kick you off the team and ruin your opportunity and not leave you anything there when they do that for you. Sounds crazy, crazy, but that's how it is. So let's go ahead. Let's take our last break, and then we're going to finish up with the Sensei Said So Show. 
They lied in the present, lied in the past, lied about who's first, lied about who's last, lies from the top, lies from below. But we don't wanna hear that we shit no more. So we actively searching for the answers, please. Actively searching for answers, please. Actively searching for answers, please. Actively searching for answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Actively searching for 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 answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Looking for the answer in the sea of much deceit. Lies on top of lies, they have to lie to feel complete. Truth would free the people, so they lie just to compete. Educate the people, it would end in their defeat. But we won't get the answers if the people do not ask. Shit will stay the same, and in the glory they will bask. We can see the monster if we just look past the mask. Stop feeding the monster, and the tyranny won't last. Active in the searching for the answers to this game. Never meant for players, so now I refuse to play. Don't tell me shit like I should vote till I can get some change. Constitute new human rights and put it on the page. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Actively searching for the answers, please. Actively searching for answers, please. Actively searching for the answers, please. Actively searching for answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Actively searching for the answers, please. We must reveal the monster, see, we must remove the mask. Gotta take the power back, the tyranny can't last. Prophecy has told us that the first will soon be last. The last will take the power back and rise up from the grass. Only if they unify the people have a chance Many had a dream that one day we could break the past So ask yourself this question when you listen to the song Will you change the world or will you keep on keeping on? Being the solution or you'll end up in the problem You can be an issue even if you do not cause them So ask yourself this question when you listen to the song Will you change the world or will you keep on keeping on? Actively searching for the answers Ooh and that one was a good one, ASAP by your sensei. That's for the NCAA. I need answers, man. <laughs> I need answers. Don't we all? It's good to be back. Thank you for everyone who stayed tuned. Again, thank you to everybody who I've been having all these awesome conversations with. We're going to continue to have these conversations. We're going to continue to talk about more. 2018 has been a racket so far, but it's been good. It's been good. So we're going to continue. So just to recap, we talked about a number of things. We talked about Black Panther. If you haven't gone and see it, go see it. Wakanda forever. Forever. Chadwick Boseman did the damn thing. Michael B. Jordan did the damn thing. Killmonger. Tough. I'm excited, and we know we're going to get a sequel, so that's awesome. (laughs) Um, We talked about the rap sheet. The rap sheet. um, Ladies don't get safari'd. Remember, it's economics, and right now I'm thinking about shorting the vagina stock, Listen which is to terrible. Your sensei. He's telling you something. It's like real estate. There's no reason why the bubble should have burst, but it did. And this <laughs> is what it looks like right now. And Safari might be 
Safari might pop the bubble. If you listen his- to Safari's music, if you did not listen to Safari's music, but now you do after his after his dick pic scandal, you are co-signing his honus. Yes. We cannot do that. Disrespectful. <laughs> we talked about, speaking of disrespectful, we talked about Monique. Please don't jump out the window. We got to learn how to take criticism. We got to learn how to be able to know our worth, but also be aware and take self-inventory. So if you've learned anything about from Monique's situation, it's please don't disrespect other people and weaponize the struggle. Mm. It's What happens is it makes everybody's voice quieter. When you come out and you're the boy who cried wolf or the girl who cried injustice, but nothing is happening, then when it does happen, why are we going to listen to you? Why are we going to believe Monique when injustice does happen when she tries to go to blockbuster and get <laughs> get her mixtape played and then revoke her card <laughs> right so just remember just look at all these situations and in 2018 try not to disrespect yourself please it's only the third month <laughs> you got a long way to go we do keep a lookout for the album season coming soon 2018 is gonna be a good one let's get it and i am your sensei vio sensei 24th dread kage of wakanda and in wakanda the 10th tribe is the music clan (laughs) and y'all already know who it is it's shadow the panther shadow the wakandan warrior of the north pull your double spears up two times hey